once inside Senior Gutierrez de Almacan's room, you find a shocking scene. This should be the room of an esteemed Spanish nobleman. It's a first-class room, so why is it so run down? The room has spider webs and insects crawling in almost every crevice you look at, and the bed has a blood stain on it. The mattress, bare and a, th a bare and a thin sheet for a blanket. This looks like the room that would fit better in a haunted house, not a luxury cruise liner. Um, so that's what you see. It's just a big, like the room almost looks like it's just been abandoned for like years, and it's just covered in like, just like webs and like all of this other kind of gross detritus. Um. Gonna... Oh, it's empty. Gonna... There's nobody in here. <laughs> okay. Except for the giant spider! No. <laughs> it's just an empty. Uh, does it look like it's uh, been inhabited at all? Yes. Uh, if you guys would like to search, there's there's notice, there's so many like spider webs and stuff that like if you kind of <laughs> searched around, you might find stuff in it. Probably. I got all zeros. Dang, you find everything. Everything. You find the answer to the mysteries. <laughs> all, all zeros is a hundred. Oh yeah, wait, all you fucked up hard. <laughs> oh, your eyes fall out of your head. <laughs> you, you'll never spot hidden again. <laughs> <laughs> you trip and hit your face on the doorknob. <laughs> no, I got, let's. Uh, I got a twelve. You got a twelve, so you're good. Uh, Reginald, what'd you get? Uh, I didn't even try, because I, I have a really shitty spell. I'll try to though, man. Might as well. Yeah. No. Okay, no. so, uh, Reginald, no. <laughs> uh, or, um, Max walks into the room, and the first thing that happens is, uh, a spiderweb kind of, like, comes down onto his face, gets stuck in all the oil on him, and then, like, that. six spiders just kind of start crawling around <laughs> your head, and you're like, oh, shit! Uh, roll, They're um... They're swimming in the oil! <laughs> They're swimming I'm in the oil! Old friend. I want you to roll, uh, pow really quick. I pass with a four. Forty, sorry. Okay, so uh, you managed to get them all off before, uh, like, any of them bite you or anything like that. But you're still really paranoid that maybe they're getting all off of you. Reginald is still holding his knife because he, he failed his check and he wants to help you out. Um, however, out of the corner of your eye, Reginald, because you were specifically looking for, like, signs of inhabitation, um, yeah. on the bed, partially covered by that sheet, is a purple dress jacket with a bullet hole in the left shoulder and blood surrounding it. And then, um, what's it called? Uh, William, you were kind of looking around elsewhere. On the floor, in a noticeably fresh spot due to the rest of the room having a few days worth of bug detritus, in a notebook with a blood stain on it, on the cover it reads, Miles Hardaway Reporter Journal. <gasps> and he went missing. Now, now you, you have reason to think that. The last time you saw him, he was, um... What's it called? Uh, he was at the funeral, or he was at the the Chad Peterson's memorial service, accosting um, Virginia. He's that nosy right. reporter that was kind of being a huge dick, and right. now now he's like, now you found his blood covered notebook sitting in this room. Awesome! I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna scoop that baby right up. All that right. note, that journal. Uh, I found, uh, I found something. This, they picked the spiders off his face. Ah, yeah, get it, get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. The, the, uh, the annoying Mr. Hardaway's journal. on it. 
Uh-huh. It seems like it's got some fresh blood. Perhaps there's been more foul play than we originally suspected. Well, you're a doctor. Tell me. Is it arm blood? I'm going to inspect it and see if it's arm blood. Maybe. <laughs> Got it. Got it. I, I would say, say it could be, or it could be, you know, arm blood and leg blood look pretty, so it could be either one. I forgot you were self-taught. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just this blood. with him at this point. This blood uh, is arm uh, negative. Uh, <laughs> I want to take a quick look at that uh, blazer, the purple jacket, see if anything else is on it or any other. Alrighty. Um, so you lift up the blazer, and underneath it, you actually find what looks like the purser's list. Oh, take it up and look at it. Alrighty. It's all here. Is there anything specific that you want to look for? Uh, the name. It's names of who's on this boat. It is the. It is the names of passengers who are confirmed on this boat. Okay, then I'll take a look and make sure, like, accurate. Look, 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 look for Gutierrez, look for us. Look. Okay, so you, uh, look for, who do you want to find? You, Gutierrez, us and, and... Gutierrez. Like, okay. Phyllis. And Just Phyllis? Checking. Okay. Yeah. So, Phyllis is definitely on there, you're definitely on there. All four of you are, including Lay. Um, uh, uh, Lay uh, noticeably gave us, uh, like, a different name. Um, okay. But you you were informed of the actually all I want to say all of you probably well except for William who is just dragged into this in this session his real name's on there but all of your aliases are on this uh, list um, and uh, you do not find Gutierrez de Almacan on this list. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, Bugsy Bates. Uh, Bugsy Bates, or you Whatever find a Stuart Bunny Bates, and he is assigned to steerage class. Mm. Steerage class. Don't and we have it. a room number in there. Uh, steerage is literally kind of like a big, um, it's like a, a hostel. So it's just, you get a bunk and you're in a room with a million other people. So uh, basically if you're in steerage class, you're one of a million in that room. I see. Or not a million, that's kind of a stretch. Maybe you're like, you're basically... <laughs> one million. Yeah, <laughs> there, there's probably like maybe 30 other people in that room with you and you all share bunk beds. Those are for the the poorest of the passengers that really just want to get from point A to point B. They aren't looking for a luxury experience. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think we have our next lead, boys. I think perhaps we uh, check out this the the room of this bunny bait. Well, can, this like steerage room. Can I just examine the coat? Is it missing an arm? It's not missing an arm, but it definitely has a... Oh, wait, no, it is. Yeah, it would be missing an arm, because when you found, you found the, other half, the yeah. arm... Yeah, so it, it is definitely linked to the arm you found in the... Yeah. Can I um? Can I do some tests? Like, you said that there was a blood stain on the bed. Sure. And uh, there's blood on the thing. Can I, like, take a sample of the blood? Sure. I, like, I want to try to see if it's the same as on the journal, or, sure. like, how... You can uh, you can take it? the samples and you can do that. We'll say tonight um, when you guys sure. go back to your room. Uh, it is getting very late at night now, um, so it, chances are, if you were to kind of explore the boat at this point, somebody would probably stop you and tell you to go back to your room. Especially because they're starting to 
form a curfew because people keep fucking going missing on this damn cruise line. <laughs> and there's a bunch no of hooligans walking around the lower decks. You guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they, they kind of want to keep a lock on stuff. So um, is there anything else you would like to do in this room? Because if not, we will probably cut to the next day. Um, if, is there anything uh, I'd like to appraise the room to see if there's anything that looks like it's uh... stealable stealable he's gonna <laughs> say stealable <laughs> uh, I can tell you right now no uh, the room is so oh. covered in bug shit <laughs> oh like... I didn't know it was that nasty yeah no it's Ooh. just a bad the only thing that was like reasonably alright would have been the purple suit jacket that has a hole in blood all over it so it's just like otherwise like whoever has been staying in that bed had like a sheet pulled over him as a blanket and that was it so like otherwise it's just spider webs and nothing it's almost like whoever was staying in this room had no luggage or anything so well boys this, this seems kind of odd that a first class room that gets serviced by a even before the ship took off, that it's covered in bug stuff. Well, we yeah. were we were attacked by a swarm. If they were maintaining a, a veritable colony here, perhaps you can see that the room hasn't been serviced. They do not disturb on the front. Maybe it's gone gone to hell quickly. Are there any like giant beating bug egg bug eggs I see or anything in insect related? I mean, there's spider. I mean, there's nothing unreasonably big. Like there, there's no okay. like gigantic alien esque egg or anything like that. <laughs> there are like spider nests all over the place, uh, but they're like the the size you would expect of spiders. They're not like uh, huge or anything okay. like that. So yeah, like the bugs have made this their home. Essentially, this is a very very much a nesting ground for bugs. Um, but it, it is, it's not like, it's not un, like supernaturally terrifying or anything like that with like, yeah. <laughs> Alright, as we leave, I take the do not disturb sign off. Oh, <laughs> that room was getting You're gonna... service. <laughs> so so uh, there's going to be like 10 like cleaning ladies who just go missing. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that little low. It's the bugs. As you guys leave the room, you shut the door behind you, you stare down the hall, and you see what looks like a figure standing at the end of the hall. They immediately run off to the right. Gonna give chase? You would. I like to Reggie. <laughs> if he's if he's running already, oh, I didn't think it was that weird, but I'll, I'll chase after him. <laughs> Reginald drops into all fours. Whenever anything like that happens, I look to Reggie and I always say, the hunt is on? <laughs> I suppose the good doctor thinks the hunt is on. Because I'm pulling the phlebotomizer out. <laughs> you, you seem uh... awfully reasonable this trip, Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> I've, had, I've had a rough night of hitting, getting... Uh... My dancing was not not well received. <laughs> it was not well received. Really, really gummed up the whole evening for me. <laughs> <laughs> really gummed up the whole evening. It's killing me. It's killing me. <laughs> you uh, you turn. <laughs> you okay. go to you go to chase the man, and you turn the corner, and I all do. you see is a dead end. Uh, there's like two doors, but uh, like to like a closet. And then, like, two service closets and stuff. But that's it. There's nothing at the end of this hallway. I'm gonna look around for secret doors or passages. Who are you, Randall? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who Randall is. <laughs> 
Uh, you can roll a spot hidden if you'd like. I will try to track as well, see if there's anything left behind by this phantom person we gave chase to. Alrighty. Three. Uh, can I roll navigate to see if there's any place else he would could sure. have gone? Yeah, all of you do your things. Roll. I got Just go crazy with it. <laughs> you got to skill pile this thing. I so succeed in the track. You find uh, William finds no secret ways around. The, this would have been, you know, there. There's it, he would have gone this way. He could have gone in the closet. You open the closets, and all it is is what you'd expect, like just cleaning mops and stuff like that. Um, and there seems to be nobody in there. Uh, uh, Max, no what were you doing? Closet. Got it. I rolled navigate to see if there's anywhere else he could have gone. You I rolled. Know? I passed. Yeah, Fifty-seven you, out of sixty. You look I don't around. know why I have that skill. Yeah, <laughs> you look around and he. There's nowhere he could have gone. Like it, it, he, um, unless if you saw it wrong. Like, but no, it seemed pretty clear that he would have just gone this way. So it's a little strange that he's not here. And then Reginald. What you find yeah. before we cut to tomorrow is there's a small vent in the floor and there's one roach crawling into it. Mm. It's the bug man. It's That's the bugs. That's why he's not talking. <laughs> you, you guys end up going to bed because it's already late and you... Job well done. You have a, yeah, you have a lead but you can't enact on it tonight because it's too late because of the curfew and everything. Um, May I, before I go to sleep, uh, investigate that blood? Yes, uh, you discover that the blood, you were looking at the blood that was on the coat and the blood that was on the the uh, hardcover, or the, the notebook you found. Uh, there's blood on the bed, I thought you said. Yeah, blood on the bed that was coming from the, yeah. Um, they're not the oh, yeah. same. Hmm, and how old did the blood on the bed seem? The blood on the bled, the blood on the bed seemed a couple days old, whereas the blood on the notebook seemed really fresh, like that night. Got it. Alrighty. So we cut to Thursday, February 10th. On the 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 ticket for today, we have an arrival in Honolulu with an asterisk after it. Due to the investigation, we will be docked at Honolulu, but unable to depart. The investigation shall take one day, and then we shall continue our journey tomorrow on the 11th. We apologize for the inconvenience. We also have Phyllis Barnes performs in the music room with two asterisks next to it. Push to tomorrow due to ongoing police investigation. And there are five days until the arrival in Shanghai. So, you're Three awoke. asterisks. Yeah, just, uh, the people who are... Uh, you can see the slow descent in the madness for the people making these lists. Because <laughs> they're just like, fuck! <laughs> they're panic mode. Um, but, um... You're awoke early in the morning at about 6 a.m. by the loud drone of a boat horn. This signifies the arrival at the ports of Honolulu, Hawaii, the midway point of the journey. Normally, guests would be allowed to disembark to stretch their sea legs in Honolulu's expensive, luxurious tourist traps. However, that won't be the case on this trip. A telegram was sent out after Chad Peterson's suicide note was discovered, and again after several missing persons cases came up. That being said, the international police are waiting at the dock to investigate the happenings on the ship. At about 8 a.m., you can hear the scuttle of police boots coming aboard, and then a knock on your door. Billy Ranta, Interpol, we need to ask you a few questions. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, so he, there's a guy knocking on your door introducing themselves as that. Uh, I'll, I'll let Reginald answer with his bare chest. This is bare chest. <laughs> yeah. 
There's an old button up a little bit, but then Link to Max usually takes the lead of, of their conversation, but uh, opens the door. Uh, Billy Ranta is an older gentleman. He wears a long brown trench coat, as is common amongst Interpol detectives. Uh, he has mostly black hair with gray on the sides and a grisly five o'clock shadow that makes him look gruff. He's flashing his badge as you open the door to prove he is who he says he is, and he's flanked by two other officers at his sides. I need to interview each of you separately. Who would like to go first? So, I need a volunteer, and everybody has to remove their headsets and mute themselves while I interview people. Okay. So, so I'm laying there uh, in my outfit from last night, kind of like Princess Leia lays in front of yes. Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I'm going to interview not him first. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, which one of you two would like I to go first? I can go first. I'm already here. Alrighty, so, drink. <laughs> yeah, everybody, uh, mute yourselves, take your headphones yep. off so you can't hear what's going on, uh, and I'm gonna interview you. So, he'll pull you aside, Reginald, to a different room. Alrighty. So, uh, he sits you down at the end of a table, and it's just you and him in a room, and he goes, uh, what's your name and occupation? I am Reginald Hannington the Fourth. I am a uh, a hunter by trade. Ah, not by trade. I do fun. I have plenty of money. I do have money. I'm rich. <laughs> I'm rich. <laughs> uh, what business do you have on this ship? Oh, I, uh, me and my good friend Max are traveling to uh, for uh, a hunt. Traveling to China for a hunt, you say? Yes. Do you know why we're here? Oh, I believe several passengers have gone missing. Missing, yep, that's why. Uh, did you know the person in question, Mr. Chad Peterson? No, I, uh, I went to the room, uh, during the ruck after his disappearance, but, uh, I don't believe I've met the man myself. Ah, uh, that's right. Did you touch anything in the room? Uh, I believe I picked up a note, uh, his, his late widow, uh, Wudu-to-be, uh, was, was bereft at the time, so I picked up a note on the chair and uh, read it to him. Alright, did you know Mr. Peterson is a millionaire? Uh, I had heard that afterward, yes. Ah. What do you know about Virginia Ridley? That's the wife-to-be, I believe she was. Her and her uh, beau were traveling to uh, China to uh, become wet. You seemed quite smitten with him, as far as I heard. All and right. he's, uh, he's just taken taken aback with a wave of sadness. That's understandable. Uh, did you notice anything of note between Mr. Peterson and Miss Ridley? I, like I said, I never met him, but no, not not off the top of my head. Mm. Did you know notice anyone who may have grievances with Mr. Peterson? I think people knew he was a millionaire and that could cause some contention, but I don't, nothing else. But nobody in specific? Not off the top of my head, no. Alright. Do you know a Martin Dungus? Dungus? Do, does, do I know him? Uh, do I know this name? He, uh, you probably heard the name a couple of times in passing. It's the missing purser. Oh, uh... Uh, that name sounds vaguely familiar. Doesn't quite ring a bell. All right. Lastly, have you noticed anything suspicious aboard the ship that we should know about? Well, there's a lot of missing people. It's very concerning. <laughs> I mean that, yes. But was there anything else that maybe we should know about? 
Uh, I I believe there was a a suspicious individual named Gutierrez who was uh who was uh acting out of out of sorts. I've heard just through the room in the middle, nothing uh nothing sorted. I don't know him myself, but I heard he was acting a little out of sorts. If you're looking to someone to to finger for the crime. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna finger him all right now. <laughs> I'll finger you. <laughs> so he writes. Yeah, he writes that down in his book. Ah, uh, thank you. You're free to leave. Send the next one in, please. Um, Boo. Name and occupation. The names are Max, Max Wessel, and uh, kind of a Renaissance man, if I do say so myself. Renaissance man. What exactly does that mean? I'm the kind of do-everything guy. I go places, I travel, I uh, invest in business opportunities here and there. An investor, he writes that down. <laughs> uh, what business do you have on this ship? I'm here for a vacation, my good buddy Reggie over here. Uh, thought I did a job well done, I managed a lot of his accounts, and he said, well, boy, I believe you deserve a vacation, and I always wanted to go. Here, the food's great. All right, uh, he writes that down. Uh, do you know why we're here? No. No? Uh, all the deaths? There's been a lot of dying? That would deaths. be a good reason. Alright. He writes that down. I mean, we've had we've had two or three funerals on this ship. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, did you know the person in question, Mr. Chad Peterson? Uh, uh yeah, I know him. Uh, we, we had dinner with him. First night here on the ship. Did you know that Mr. Peterson is a millionaire? Millionaire? Uh, he looked like he had some wealth. Dressed really well. Dressed nice. That's about it. Alright. What do you know about a Virginia Ridley? Was that the girl he was with? That's his fiance. yeah. Uh, uh, she looked pretty distressed at the fact that he was missing. Needs to be consoled. Probably shouldn't be left alone. Love to offer her uh, just companionship. You don't need to convince Billy of this. <laughs> um, did you notice anything of note between Mr. Peterson and Miss Ridley? She seemed to care for him deeply. She kind of carried him around, uh, walked him around everywhere. They always seemed armed and armed together. Mm -hmm. All right. Did you notice anyone who may have grievances with Mr. Peterson? Anyone that may have grievances... You know, that first night, um, after we had dinner together and I saw him walk away, I did see him off in the distance talking to a man in a purple jacket. Purple jacket, you say. All right. He writes that down. And they didn't seem to be, uh, well, agreeable, I guess I would say. Hmm. Interesting. All right. All right. So he writes that down. Um, did you know a Martin Douglas? Ah, uh, his name's come up once or twice, but, uh, not particularly, no. Alright. Lastly, have you noticed anything suspicious aboard the ship that we should know about? Besides that first night with that man with a purple jacket? Not offhand. Huh, let me think. You know, if you, you know anybody who works for OSHA, there's been a lot of bugs on this ship. A lot of bugs, you say? 
Well, that's a little out of our jurisdiction, but uh, I guess we'll file it with the captain. <laughs> Let him know about it. Uh, thank you. You're free to leave. Send in the next one. Name and occupation? <clears throat> oh, uh, the name is William Cartwright. I'm a doc Dr. William Cartwright. Doctor, all right. What business do you have on this ship? <laughs> I've been heading to China to learn more about their medis techniques. Medis all right, all right. Uh, do you know why we're here? Well, I've heard that several uh, of the passengers have gone missing. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, did you know a person, Mr. Chad Peterson? I believe I, uh, I believe I met young Chad on my my first day here during the dinner. I sat at the same table with him and his lovely wife, fiance. I can't remember. Did you know that Mr. Peterson is a millionaire? No, I did not, but I mean, I seem to be rubbing elbows with some of the elite. Uh, in fact, last night I was dancing with Mrs. Phyllis. So <laughs> ah, there Mrs. seems Phyllis to be, <laughs> <Barnes>. seems to <laughs> be uh, quite a few of the affluent and elite here. All right. Okay. That's fair. Uh, what do you know about Virginia Ridley? Virginia? Well, I, she seems to be a. a, a warm and uh, caring young woman who's uh, distraught after the disappearance of her fiancé. Alright. Uh, did you notice anything of note between Mr. Peterson and Miss Ridley? No, she seemed to be uh, very gentle and caring for him. His first night he had a little bit too much to drink and she made sure that he was well taken care of. Alright. Uh, do you know Martin Dungus? Martin Dungus. I believe he's one of the missing persons, isn't he? Yes. Yes. Did you have any personal uh, connection with him? Not at all. I think he worked on the ship, from what I heard. Alright. Uh, lastly, have you noticed anything suspicious aboard the ship that we should know about? I've noticed there seems to be a unconscionable amount of insects, bugs, really? on the ship. Bugs? What is with them? <laughs> he writes it down, underlines something. He's like, okay, thank you. You're free to leave. Um, Are there any leads, uh, suspects? Uh, we're having a, 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 a team of people interviewing people, so we'll let you know. We'll have a verdict probably tomorrow morning. We'll we'll talk at, at the morning breakfast and let everybody know what we've discovered. Uh, but uh, until then, I have to keep it all confidential and under wraps, so you understand. Of course. Let me just say that I was at the... Uh, the the memorial of funeral services for uh, for Mr. Peterson and his wife, uh, or his fiancée Virginia, uh, was was deeply upset and moved by what had happened. I I had spent some time close to her, and I I could not imagine in a million years that she would have been somehow involved or responsible. It's good to know. Glad you brought that up. He writes that down a little bit. He's like, thank you, thank you for your time. I know my bag and I as I walk out <laughs> you guys all get back into the room uh, Billy kind of escorts William back to the room and he goes I want to thank you all for your time uh, we'll have a verdict probably tomorrow morning to let you know what we've discovered or if there's more investigation that needs to be done until then I will uh, sorry for the inconvenience but for today if you could stay in your room while we do our investigations we don't want people getting in our way uh, thank you, and, uh, enjoy the rest of your cruise on your way to Shanghai. 
and he he kind of like salutes and his two uh his two like lackeys kind of exit the room first and then he shuts the door behind him his two thick daddies leave the room thick daddies <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are alone in the room um you can't really do anything today but if you want to have a moment to kind of talk about what just happened we can do that before we cut to tomorrow well they uh they Seemed to ask some pretty mundane questions about Mr. Peterson and his fiance. Yes, nothing too out of the ordinary. I mean, pretty much told them the truth, as far as I remember. Same. Did you mention the bugs? Who? <laughs> oh, I might have mentioned there there are quite a few bugs. You know, uh, I thought maybe I'd cut our work in half by by mentioning the man in the purple. Oh, you did. I did. Uh, I said that him and Peterson had what looked like a disagreement. Hmm. And maybe they should keep an eye out for him. You know. Just, you know. I gave up the name uh, uh, Gutierrez, hoping that they might be able to perhaps to look a little further, see if they can find anything. Well, there you go. See, we're just trying to get things done. That's the kind of people. <laughs> You guys are more clever than I was. I, I felt that they maybe were trying to pin this on young Virginia, and I, I couldn't stand to see somebody innocent get hurt. I tried to implore them that she was innocent. So. Well, maybe they'll flush something out for us. Yep. As I drink early in the morning. Early morning. I'll, I'll consider my uh, calendar. Doc doctor's uh, orders. Start my calisthenics routine. Uh, Lay noticeably somehow managed to hide during that entire thing because he cannot, like, he, he's an ex-gangster, so he does not like talking to police. So he actually was in the bathroom that whole entire time, and he's just like, did you tell him I was on the boat? <laughs> and then we cut to tomorrow. It was just a joke. He's, it doesn't, they wouldn't care if he was on the boat. <laughs> if we have a whole day, we don't have to have any scenes for it. But I'm gonna to try to convince Max Wessel to let me get a little samper sample, sorry, of the panther milk, so I can make a balm for Reginald's hip dysplasia. That's fine. <laughs> How does that go, Max? I say, oh, this is incredibly rare stuff. Incredibly rare. Uh, hard to come by. I'm afraid I, I can't use it for something as silly as medical procedures. But wouldn't <laughs> you want to help your friend? <laughs> he seemed to be in pain last night. <laughs> oh, yes, you know, here's something that usually helps in his hip dysplasia a little bit. Uh, hey. hey, Reggie! Yes? As he's standing there, I just go to one knee and I just punch him straight in the hip. <laughs> oh! Oh! oh. oh and then he's just popping it back in place. See? No problem. The adrenaline surgeon. Yeah, see? It's all that Western medicine you've learned, Doc. <laughs> Oh. Gotta go with some of the Eastern philosophies. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I'm, hor I'm horrified. <laughs> um, actually, is there anything of note in uh, in the blood-soaked hardback journal that we took? Uh, you could take a flip through it. Um, you probably flip to the most recent entry because that would seem uh, to be like, why was this notebook in here? That would probably be the most logical place to start. Um, you take a look at it, and it says something along the lines of, uh, seen man in purple jacket, missing arm, uh, seems to be in bed with Gutierrez, 
uh, question mark. Uh, checking literally out. in bed. Yeah. Uh, literally. Because <laughs> the blood. The blood bed. Uh, and it says checking out is the final uh, uh, entry. And then just blood. <laughs> that sad son of a bitch. wrote blood. <laughs> blood? Blood. Question mark. <laughs> it would seem uh, the late reporter was investigating Gutierrez and... The bunny guy, the purple jacketed guy. I forget his name for some reason. Um, oh, Miles Hardaway. Miles? Yeah. Perhaps. Well, a dead lead. Dead lead. <laughs> so dead. <laughs> I'll have a hearty laugh over a potentially murdered victim. <laughs> yeah, the man has died. <laughs> as we fade to black. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say, as we fade. Friday, February 11th. On the ticket for today is we're going to depart Honolulu. Phyllis Barnes' performance is in the music room, and there are five days until we arrive in Shanghai. Uh, you're all at the morning breakfast in the dining room having your dinner as Billy Ranta stands at a podium, and as the guests eat their breakfast, he announces, Thank you all for coming. I'd like to offer another thanks for your cooperation. Uh, I know this has been quite a damper on your vacation, so I'll keep this brief. We have deemed Chad Peterson's death a suicide. He had succumbed to the dark thoughts while drinking, took off his clothes to better fit through the porthole window in his cabin, and leapt to his death. It's a shame, but that's why we made alcohol illegal, people. We have deemed the missing purser, Martin Dungus, an accidental death. The captain has told us that he was a bit of a drunk himself, and our running theory is that he was swept off the deck by an errant wave. That is all. And he begins to start leaving, uh, people start raising their hands for questions, if you guys have any questions. I'll just, I'll like kind of mask my voice. What about the bugs? What about, <laughs> I've informed the captain about the bugs to see if he can take care of the bug problem. Probably some roaches got into some bad meat or something and they reproduced as bugs do. So they say the captain was a, or the captain, the purser was a, a drinker, is what I heard you say. Is that correct? Yes. He probably. Who saw him, what? Who saw him drinking? Uh, he was just a known alcoholic. Nobody, nobody saw him get drunk on this particular cruise, but he has been known to drink in the past. Um, so chances are he got drunk and fell off the side of the boat during a problem with the waves and turbulence. Turbulence. <laughs> so did anyone say that they actually saw him get on the boat? Look, we're the detectives here. If we say you're safe, you're safe. This boat has been searched head to toe and we found nothing amiss. Any of your friends who are missing were probably just drunk below deck. It's a big boat. They'll turn up eventually. <laughs> and with that, he says, We hope you all have a pleasant rest of your vacation and we'll leave you to it. And with that, the police file out and disembark from the ship. As you begin to wrap up breakfast, you can hear the boat horn sound, signifying that the SS Coolidge has been pulled out of port. Hold it up. He's absolutely a... A uh, crooked cop who just wanted to wrap this up as fast as possible, so that's why he's very stert and curt. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, I think today, perhaps on the dock, we go take a quick looksy daisy and steerage for this uh, bunny bait, and then perhaps a uh, trip to the music room, listen to our uh, fantastic friend perform her dulcet tone. Sounds like a plan to me. 
Lay Lay's like getting some of his cereal in his mouth. He's like, <laughs> so we're gonna go investigate that room. Is that what you said? The steerage, steerage class. Yeah. Yes. Steerage. Let's go. Alrighty. Uh, with that, you guys head down the steerage class. It's down a few stairs, and it's uh, the boat noticeably gets a little bit more like. Uh, disheveled as the further you go down these steps because this is just kind of like the they just shoved people in here to get across the ocean kind of section of the thing you open the the port door to get to um, the steerage class and it's just a very wide uh, room that goes very deep in and it's just filled with bunk beds and just people talking to each other the uh, the people in steerage usually aren't allowed to leave very often steerage class unless if they have good reason to um, so a lot of them have just kind of made friends with each other and they're all talking and conversing. Some of them are just kind of sleeping and get away because they just want to get to their destination. Um, but there's just a lot of people down here, um, to all talking to each other. Uh, we still have the watch, do we not? The embroidered watch. Ah, yes, embroidered. I hate you all. <laughs> <laughs> You're all dead. All of you are dead. <laughs> some good, some high, high quality needle point there. <laughs> dead boat to China. Somebody just runs up to you and shoots you in the face. All of you. <laughs> he says, "Embroider this." <laughs> and he shoots you with embroidered bullets. <laughs> Can I take a look at that watch real quick? Whoever has it, I don't know. Max has, has it. it. Uh, probably me. Sure. <laughs> I'll take a. Hold it. Forgot I had it. Sorry about close, that. Close <laughs> my eyes. Take a deep whip to get his scent and then track him. All right. Yeah, that works. Real tracking. Yeah. Twenty nine. All right. You. you Still smell. Yeah, I was going to say, it still smells like Max pretty hard because it's been in his pocket this whole time, but you do catch a whiff that kind of leads you in a in the right direction, and you go towards a specific section, um, and you can tell that the people in this section all have, like, brightly colored suit jackets, um, and you you do notice with a with a quick glance, all of them appear to have watches on that look a lot like that watch. I'll kind of, I'll kind of point the gang in that direction, and, like... I'll hand Max the watch and kind of point him in that direction. I put a little panther milk in my hand, slick my hair back. <laughs> yes, yes. Walk over there. Uh, one of them, uh, the other ones are all kind of talking to each other. A lot of them kind of stop to kind of like look at you out of the side of their eye. One of them wasn't really talking to anybody, but it was sitting next to an empty bunk. Um, just uh, He just kind of looks up at you. Uh, it's like a three-tier bunk, and he's on the second floor, and the bunk below him has been empty, and there's somebody just kind of sleeping on the bunk above him. He's like, hey, can I help you? We're looking, uh, for a fine craftsman somewhere on board, someone who's known to him the finest watches. <laughs> Is that so? Uh, what reason do you have to talk to... Somebody who can do such a task. <laughs> I saw one on a particular individual. Uh, name was Gutierrez, and I admired it. And uh, he directed us over this direction. Told us that we could come by. We'd be able to talk to the man that gave him such a fantastic watch. 
Gutierrez. <laughs> he, he kind of like looks to everybody else in his group, uh, but none of them really notice that he's confused by it. Uh, and he's like, does I he mean, have a watch uh, like this? And he, he holds up his, uh, his, uh, his wrist and it's got like a gold watch on it and everything. He's like, you talking about a watch like this? Is it embroidered? Yeah, it's got his name on it. You can kind of see on the side. Yeah, yeah, just like that. And, uh, yeah, it looked fine. There was, uh, what is, like, when I look at his watch, is it embroidered with his name or, like, initial? Uh, the watch that you have on you or his watch? Both. Uh, they have their, their, like, basically their nickname and their last name. So yours says Bunny Bates. Um, and, uh, his probably says something else, but it's on him right now and you can't really get a good look at it. But you yeah, can yeah, tell yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah. Gutierrez had one just like that. Yeah, except it, uh, I don't know if it had his nickname on it, something like Bunny, but I thought Bunny. it looked great, and I wanted to get one done myself. Oh, yes, sir. He uh, he gets off the bunk, and he, he kind of steps to you a little bit, um, and he's just like, what do you know about Bunny Bates? I, I know about Bunny who? I'm sorry, I'm just, uh, just uh, a man here looking to get a watch, that's all. Okay, so he uh, successfully passes a spot hidden check, and he notices the watch on you, and he like reaches for and it and grabs it. He notices it, it in, in my pocket. Is it in your? Well, he notices you stare yeah. down at it occasionally, and he's just like, "What do you got there?" What do you? Got? Oh, what I got? Where? And I pull out the Panther milk. Panther <laughs> what this? <laughs> he's just like, well, "This is a fine tonic, sir. Let me tell you about this. This hair is made from uh, twenty percent real panther milk, authenticated. I got it from the teat myself. And let me tell you, this will give you the finest slick back hair you've ever seen." <laughs> he stops you, and he like kind of puts a, a thing up to your lip, and he's like, "What do you know about Bunny? We haven't seen Bunny in, in a few days." I, I, I tell you, I, I don't know anything about Bunny Bates. Uh, there's uh, this man Gutierrez had this watch. Looked really great. He was wearing this fine purple jacket, too. Looked good. <laughs> he's going to pick you up by your shirt collar. Uh, and he's just like, so You clearly know something about Bunny Bates, and I need you to tell me about it. And I look him in the eye, and I go, Oh, sir. You don't want to do it this way. Trust me. You don't want to handle things this way. I'd like to intimidate him. <laughs> okay, you can try. Uh, he is an Al Capone gangster, so you're going to have to do a hard pass, but not necessarily well, I got, an extreme one. I got 65 and in intimidate, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might get it. it... Roll a four. A zero, Damn, zero, four. okay. So he's just yeah. like, he gets all huffy and he goes... And he puts and you he down. If, and if he doesn't do it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look to Reginald. Climbing the wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he puts you down on the floor again, and he goes, "Okay, listen. We haven't seen our friend Bunny in a few days. Last time I heard from him, he said he was going to go out and grift some millionaire. And we told him it was a dumb plan just to stay low on this fucking boat. But he went off and did his thing. So if you know anything that's happened to him, we haven't seen him in days, and we're hearing people are going missing on this boat. We just want to know if our friend's okay, okay? Well, uh, what are you guys here for? Where are you going? We're going to Shanghai." For none of your business. Oh, okay. Well, it's none of my business to let you know anything I know then, either. And I start to walk away. <laughs> <We're> go <laughs> Wait. Okay. We're, <laughs> got got him. We're just going to, going to Shanghai to, you know. It's gang stuff, man. 
Like, gang stuff. What do you want us to tell you? <laughs> the DM doesn't know. No, no. That's literally what he would say. Because, like, he just, like, what do you want? Do you want him to tell you about, like, drugs or something? He's just like, we're we're going to, to meet other the other gangs there. The Green Gang. But we... We just want to know what happened to our friend. Well, I've got you. Well, his name's been dropped here and there. Um, I, I honestly don't know anything about him. I mean, this watch, I didn't I didn't get from him or anything, but... Uh, I heard, you said I heard uh, Gutierrez had his, had his watch? Yeah, yeah. What do you... Uh, these boys. What do you got? What do you boys remember? Also, Chris doesn't exactly remember where we found the watch or how we got it. We so. found it on his <laughs> arm. Severed arm, arm that was the eaten by bugs. Oh... <laughs> uh, well, um, hmm. Well, was he right-handed or left-handed? What are you asking him? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, he's probably left-handed now. <laughs> the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, when we found, oh, might as well come clean. When we found this arm, the, uh, this whoa, I'm getting ahead of myself there. <laughs> When we found this watch, there was an arm attached to it very briefly, but not a man. I thought you said Gutierrez had the watch. Do you guys have the watch? We need to learn how if we could trust you guys first. We're a gang ourselves. Oh, yeah? You can't tell. I take a step back. <laughs> I, I, nudge, I nudge the doctor. Well, I'll, I'll step up and unbutton one button. And I tell him that I'm, I'm like, <laughs> phlebotomize him. <laughs> Wheelie, lobotomize him. <laughs> I'll, I'll, pull out, I'll pull out the wicked-looking phlebotomizer and I'll just get the needles really going. Listen, you guys you are know. being overly aggressive in our questions about our friend, and you're getting all over the place with this, oh, it's on this guy, but then it's on this thing. What What happened to Buddy? And then we you see a his, couple of the, his, a couple of the other arm. gangsters are kind of starting to get around. We found we found his arm on the, in the belly of the ship. It seemed to have been eaten by bugs. As I keep going with the phlebotomizer, and you're saying some son of a bitch named Gutierrez had something to do with it? We have Maybe. reason to believe. Nah, Gutierrez does have something to do with it. Yes. He he kind of turns to his friends and gives them a nod. Says something in Italian. He's like, "Well, if you if you ever see our friend Bunny again, let us know. We haven't seen him in in maybe five days now." And if he's locked up in the brig or something, just come back and let us know. Capiche? Hey, guys, you know what? You seem like a... Whoa, change my voice there. Uh... <laughs> ah, it's the Italian. It's infectious. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys seem like a couple of swell chums. You know that? A couple of swell chums. And it seems like you're genuinely concerned about your friend. And, uh... Well, I'll let you know. Uh, when we know anything, we'll let you know something. And, uh... There's something going on here. All right. Well, Come on the ship. If we see this Gutierrez we... fella, we'll let you know how we how we fu how we fucked him. <laughs> how we uh how we got to know him, if you know what I mean. Raw dog. <laughs> Maybe you get him fitted with a pair of cement shoes, if you know what I mean. That's yeah. That's our thing. That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's like our I'm... our shtick. Anyway. Uh, Where are they going to yeah. find a cement mixer on the ship? Uh, That's we bring one really with I've us, really seen obviously. That moving pictures. <laughs> yeah, all right. Nah. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep you in the know, but uh, if you want to go look, we took a look in Gutierrez's room. We didn't find anything except for maybe maybe your buddy's coat. If you want to go take a look at it, I would be very cautious. 
There's some buggies. All right. You well, ready for the room number? Sure. Grab a pencil. He grabs a pencil. <laughs> Something to write on you, you schmuck. Oh, <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> They're still gangsters. <laughs> They're not yeah. going to stand for this stuff. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding with you. I've always wanted to be a gangster. That's cool. <laughs> I've always wanted to be. Right. So as he's kind of talking to him about that, uh, somebody comes up to Reginald uh, and, and kind of taps him on the shoulder. Ah, yes. Um, so uh, it's a it's a Filipino guy, and he kind of motions you to come away from the Italian gangsters that he doesn't necessarily want to be around. I'll walk over. I'll follow him. Sure. All right. So uh, he's just like, hey, I heard you guys were talking about some dude with a purple jacket. Yes, yes. We we found a uh, we found remnants of the jacket scattered about this ship. Ah, okay. I I needed to tell somebody about this. I mean, a lot of us at the front of steerage. Saw this, but like, if you nobody really came here to ask us about it, so we wanted to tell you about it. Um, uh, my name's Boy, by the way, and he, he kind of uh, raises his hand to shake your hand. Um, that, so uh, I want to say uh, we we saw this 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 character wearing this purple jacket. Uh, he was talking to some uh, boat hand, I think, at one point on the first night, um, and then on the third night. He came into the front of steerage, screaming like a madman about things in his head, and then he ran away, and we haven't seen him since. It's crazy, right? Do you believe it was the same man that uh, hung out with these gentlemen here? And I'll yeah, I, the, uh... I, you, on the first day, he stayed in that bunk, and he points to the bunk that's underneath the guy that they're talking to. And he, was like, yeah. he stayed at that bunk, and he really hasn't been back to it ever since day one. But this all happened at the front of Steerage, so I don't know if these guys know about it. Well, tip my hat to him and then join the other, the gangsters. Yeah, he kind of nods and he goes back to his yeah. band. Uh, there's a there's like a band playing in the corner and stuff. They're just having fun jamming out. Um, walk yeah. in and Max, Max finishes. Three, four, five. <laughs> Got it. Are you fucking with me? <laughs> no, 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 it seems ridiculous, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> before we part ways, when was the last time you uh, have seen your friend? We haven't seen him since the first night. When he, ever, he decided mm. to go talk to some boat hand to do some dumb grift on a millionaire. Mm. What was mm. the name of the boat hand? Do you know offhand? I don't know. It was <laughs> one of the boat hands. What floor? Oh, the third floor. I already knew that. <laughs> or did I? <laughs> what was the name of the boat? I'm gonna break this case wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, with that, just to kind of keep things moving along, uh, you guys have learned everything that you can from uh, this. They give you quick access to uh, his, his belongings because, you know, you guys are trying to look for their friend, it seems like. Um, you don't find anything really suspicious, but, uh, I mean... You find stuff that's suspicious because it looks like he hasn't been here in several days. Um, like his toiletries are here and stuff. Um, and his passport and his ticket are still here and everything like that. So it just looks like he he used... This is the room he should be in, but he hasn't stayed here in, in a while. Um, which is giving cause hmm. to concern to them. Um, and uh, with that... Uh, yeah, so you guys leave steerage and everything like that. And you're allowed to do... Uh, Phyllis Barnes's performance is coming up. Yes. Yep. That's where I'm going. She's your yeah. best friend. All right. 
Uh, so the music room is relatively grand. They play concerts here semi-regularly for guests to enjoy. It's like an auditorium. You almost feel like you're transported to a miniature version of the Ritziet's concerts, concert halls on Broadway. You take your seats. The lights go up and Phyllis is on stage. She's wearing a black suit and a black fedora. She tips her hat and she says, let's jam, fellas. And suddenly her band is lit up behind her and, her and the room erupts with an incredibly catchy jazz tune. Phyllis's voice perfectly captures the rhythms being played behind her, and the show causes spectators to get up and howl with excitement as she performs her heart out. Uh, Can I do a spot hidden check? Yeah, I'm go sorry, for it. I just... No. I want to look around for bugs. For bugs? Sure. Roll spot hidden. Uh, I got it. 39 out of 55. Uh, you don't see anything. Um... Uh, it's, uh, yeah, you, you're kind of looking for, like, movements in the walls, and you, you kind of have, like, this quick, like, reaction to stuff like that. Seems like the, the room is pretty good. You're not gonna get any bugs in this one, so. It's good. Would anybody else like to do anything? I'll, I'll, I'll listen intently and clap along. Yes! Yes, I love I love jazz! <laughs> this is how you clap the jazz! <laughs> I love smooth jazz! I love jazz! <laughs> Beautiful! <laughs> you got a tear? You're like, oh god, I never thought I'd see her in person! <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna try to keep an eye out for anything that looks suspicious. No bugs or anything. Alright. Uh, and then, uh, speaking of that, you do notice after a couple of songs have played, Coming in rather late, you see Charlotte and Sam. Charlotte sees you and immediately makes her way through the seats to get to you. Sam trailing behind her, apologizing along the entire way to everybody that they're kind of just, you know, muscling past. Charlotte comes up to you and she says, Have you seen Virginia? I haven't seen her at all this morning. I think she got drunk shooting skied off the stern deck, so I took her to her room and let her get some rest, but I can't seem to find her since. I haven't seen her, but I will definitely keep an eye out and let her know that you're looking. Shit, okay. <laughs> Yet another missing person on this ship. It makes me worried. Oh no! I hope she's not one of the other ones. I hope she's just drunk somewhere. Uh, God, I have, I have a mouthful of meaty tahiti plate with extra salami, and I'm like, Oh yeah, you know, uh, we'll, uh, what's her room number? We'll go stop. No, I mean you know you've been there. We have been. We've been there. Oh, yeah. this is the first night, Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We can take. A, we'll take a stop by after this uh, fantastic concert. All right, thanks. Thanks for the help. Um, I, I don't know what I'd do if I lost Virginia. She's been such a good friend, and I just hope she hasn't done anything horrible to herself. Especially and, after. And the... what's your room number? My room <laughs> number? Sorry, let me interrupt you. <laughs> um, actually, I think um, uh, William knows. I think at one point he gave it to her. Um, but he's just like, I mean, if you need it, it's, it's this. And uh, she tosses it to you, so you have the good, room good. number. Uh, but then she she gets distraught and she leaves to go look for Virginia a little bit longer. Sam kind of just like tips his hat and shrugs and then leaves as well, following behind her. Just like, uh. so do you do you think there's a mutual link? Whoever knows Bugs Bunny and uh, Sam Rockwell, I, I can remember <laughs> the the guys that the first guy that got murdered and the yeah, gangster guy. Got... Well, it seems oh, yeah. all very coincidental. It seems coincidental, like you think it well, is, it seems, or... No, I don't think it is. I mean, it seems very... Several people have gone missing, bugs everywhere, devouring flesh. 
So, I, believe, uh, I believe the hunt is off. It's been off. Oh, fuck. It's been off. <laughs> oh, it's been off. <laughs> oh, Do we fuck. know anything that ties all these people together? That's my question. Bugs? <laughs> Does that know? They're all on the same ship. They're all on the same ship. What's the name you of the ship? It. What's the name of the ship? What's the name of the ship? Have we made the mistake of not asking people if they know other people? Can you, um, storyteller really? Yeah, we haven't been asking that quite <laughs> Early on, like, something happened with Dr. Song, like, which may be... Part of me is wondering if this whole, like, the things with Bugs Bunny and the uh, other guy are... Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Are, <laughs> Who's are Sam like, Rockwell you know? supposed to be? <laughs> oh, no, no. Peterson. Chad Peterson. Chad Peterson. I, I know oh, it's Bugs Bunny, but... <laughs> okay. So what? Um... What happened with Dr. Sung? Like, why was he, like, how did he get attacked earlier? Like, something got stolen from his thing? Yes. As far as you know, all you saw was his servant got killed. Uh, he was kind of bleeding out on the floor. He mentioned something about a book getting stolen, and then he passed out. So that's all you know. Need, I think we need to go talk to him and check out his funeral supplies. <laughs>